Dirk Driscoll was a hard worker, and he worked hard every single day to help make sure that his family's farm kept running and that things ran smoothly. It was one day that he was walking home from picking rocks out of potato fields, which is a job that he had to do often and a job that he absolutely hated. It was hard work. His home was about two miles away, and it was a hot summer day in the small town of Aberdeen, Idaho. After a full day of work, Dirk was tired, sweaty, and sore, and he still had more chores to do when he got home. The sun was setting in the distance, and a salmon-colored sky peered all around Dirk. To his right, Dirk heard the sound of spitting water, a sound that was familiar to him all his life. It was the sound of sprinklers coming on to water the freshly planted potatoes. At only 10 years old, Dirk was mature for his age, but not so mature that he couldn't be tempted by the cool water on a hot summer's day. Dirk looked around to make sure that nobody was watching him and jumped the small fence separating the road from the field and gave in to temptation. He ran in the sprinklers until he was soaked through, laughing and licking the water from his lip, oblivious to who stood right behind him. But when he turned around, he saw exactly who it was. It was the furious face of his father. Dirk knew he was done for. He kicked up the freshly planted dirt that his father worked so hard to plant, and he knew that those potatoes were ruined. As Dirk put it, the blow he got from his father that day sent him all the way back home, and he never played in the field sprinklers again. Welcome back, Spudheads. I'm your host, Tori Parks, and today we get to hear from the infamous Dirk Driscoll, CEO of Driscoll Brothers Incorporated and one of the foremost potato producers in Idaho, and the owner of 25,000 acres of land which he farms. Dirk is one of the nicest people that I've met, and it's clear right away that family comes first in his life and potatoes and farming are always going to come second. Today, he talks about how the two have always fit together in his life and how they've worked together and through family and farming, he's created a business that he's proud of and a business that is going to be passed down from generation to generation in his family. My name is Dirk Driscoll. I go by my middle name. My full name is Martin Dirk Driscoll. And maybe I can just kind of be just a little bit um, facetious at mm-hmm. the beginning. Yeah. Well, when I was in the third grade, this pretty little girl, like you, <laughs> walked up to me and said, I just found out today your name is Dirk and not Dirt. <laughs> and I was devastated. I'm sure, as a little kid. And... Um, she said, Nan, I found out your brother, who's two years older than me, mm-hmm. I found out that Brock's name is actually Brock and not Rock, because <laughs> we thought you were Rock and Dirt. <laughs> oh, no. And I, I went to my teacher and told her, I want to be called Martin, mm-hmm. because I was so devastated about thinking that my name was Dirt. <laughs> and she got up in front of the class and said, Martin, who we know as Dirk, wants to be called Martin, and so I had more nicknames for about two weeks, and then it all went back to Dirk. And <laughs> so I, I tell people I'm Dirk with a K, not a T. So there we go. Perfect. So why do you go by Dirk? Um, it's middle name. My, mm-hmm. it's my, my parents chose that name. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's. My mom said she heard it on a um, uh, on a TV show, and she liked it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I and I, I'm a farmer. I. I deal in the dirt, mm-hmm. so it, and I 
have one of my companies named Dirt Enterprises. <laughs> so, but I was born and raised in Aberdeen, Idaho. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the Aberdeen Tigers, if you want to know their mascot. And um, <clears throat> grew up on a farm. My mother was a farmer's daughter, and my dad was a farmer's son. And uh, so I grew up there. I'm the second of eight uh, siblings. And so um, my older brother and I, we did a lot of work mm-hmm. and a lot of pipe moving. I tell people I'm a tubular hydrotechnician. <laughs> That's a glorified term for a pipe mover. <laughs> so I've done a lot of irrigation. Mm-hmm. I love farming. And uh, so as I went on a mission for our church to England, that I thought I spoke English, and I found out I spoke American. <laughs> So I uh, came back, and I married the farmer's daughter from Blackfoot, Idaho. Okay. And uh, I'm the farmer's son, and we lived happily ever after. <laughs> have five children and 23 grandchildren. And uh, so uh, I continue to farm today with Driscoll Brothers, which mm-hmm. is three other brothers that I have that are partners. Mm-hmm. And we deal with um, potatoes and sugar beets and wheat and uh, alfalfa, corn, and uh, we have a packing facility that we pack potatoes and mm-hmm. for Green Giant. Okay. And we also grow potatoes for um, Frito-Lay. And we grow potatoes that go into Five Guys, wow. and In-N-Out Burger, and uh, fresh potatoes. And any kind of potato, we, we do that. We do some new fingerling potatoes mm-hmm. now and red potatoes mm-hmm. and yellow potatoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything we can do to make a dollar, we, <laughs> we do that. And yeah. so... That's what we've continued to do, and we have um, our farms, our packing facility, and a hay press out at the Pocatello Airport that mm-hmm. we deal with with people from China as a joint venture there to ship hay to China. Though Dirk's company has had mass success with crop production, selling produce to some of the biggest names out there, it didn't start off that way. It started off as a small family production with Dirk's dad as the visionary, and that's still how it is. It's a family business. My dad, who was very visionary, was always looking for an opportunity to buy another piece of ground. And so as that opportunity came and he's had a big family, and, and so his best workers were his children. Mm-hmm. And we just seemed to all love the farm, and so we bought into the farm. And now that is in a third generation. I'm the second. Mm-hmm. We have nine of the third generation of sons, son-in-laws, nephew, nephew-in-laws that are in the business. Mm-hmm. But we have a lot of good people. We have about 300 people that are year-round. Mm-hmm. And uh, then harvest time, that grows to more people. Mm-hmm. have farms in Pleasant Valley over by Aberdeen, American Falls, and then over in Twin Falls and mm-hmm. Jerome and, and uh, Wendell area there. We have farms there in Hazleton by Twin Falls. And so we have that. And it's just sort of grown as we had more people and we have really some excellent people that um, that help us with all kinds of um, administrative and IT work as mm-hmm. well as the farm and technology and mm-hmm. and that and the businesses that support us and we support them and and a lot of these um, individuals that work with us have had excellent education at, B, or at ISU mm-hmm. so uh, we're grateful for Idaho State University. Mm-hmm. Because of all the people who work for Driscoll Brothers, the company has grown faster than they expected and now produces potatoes for well-known companies around the world. Yeah, Lamb Weston is 
uh, does a lot of uh, the potatoes for McDonald's. Mm, okay. And Simplot does a lot for McDonald's. We do yeah. for both of those. And Frito-Lay for the potato chips. And mm-hmm. In-N-Out for fries and uh, Five Guys for fries. And fresh potatoes that go to both restaurants and mm-hmm. and grocery outlets and, and that. So, yeah, that's where most of those... All those potatoes go yeah. to that place. Dirk's family dream of creating a lucrative farm came true through their company, Driscoll Brothers Incorporated. But the business isn't what Dirk loves. It's the farming and being in the Idaho countryside every single day. I just farm because I loved it. Mm-hmm. I love the smell of the soil. love the smell of the irrigation as it starts in the mornings and even when that water hits the dirt mm-hmm. and uh, it starts to smell. You can smell there's just a... And you you plant something in the ground and you watch it grow and over a few months it mm-hmm. produces. Mm-hmm. And that's just a miracle of the law of the harvest. And mm-hmm. and uh, just to, uh, that's really all I really know how to do, but I love what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Though Dirk loves what he does, he recognizes that farming is a gamble every single year. You never know what the weather is going to do or what type of crop you're going to have or if people are going to want to buy your produce. Things get tight, and you have crops that don't turn out as well. And you know, there's been more good years than bad years, but it's like a roller coaster mm-hmm. to be in farming. That it, you have your good and the bad, and you take that and try to survive mm-hmm. through the bad and catch up on the the good. And mm-hmm. uh, but we farm first because we love it, not because of the money. Yeah. Uh, but money is secondary, and it's mm-hmm. important. And mm-hmm. and God above has blessed us to have enough good years that things have worked out. Despite having a large company with hundreds of employees all over Idaho, Dirk still made sure that his children learned to help with farming. He wanted to instill the idea that hard work brings good rewards into his children. So as soon as they could walk, <laughs> they had to learn how to sweep the shop and clean up and then rocks and, and move pipe and yep. then drive tractor and drive truck and, the best and that. So yeah, so it's in our daughters. They drove truck and worked mm-hmm. a little bit on the farm in that way, and so it was a family affair. Family has always been important to Dirk, at times even more important than the prospect of a good career. Dirk, a proud member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, always knew that he would serve a two-year mission for his church and then later get married and sealed in the church's temple. He thought that college would be a big part of this plan as well, but he quickly learned that that wasn't the case. I never did finish okay. to get a degree. Mm-hmm. I went into you know. agriculture. Mm-hmm. I went six months um, to be to uh, Rick's College. Mm-hmm. Went to England on a mission for our church. Came back. Went to another semester at BYU, mm-hmm. and then I came home and got married. Mm-hmm. And I thought I'd go back, and I never went back. <laughs> it's worked out pretty good. For yeah. You, so I just the school of hard knocks is the only degree I've got. I guess. <laughs> Despite the career success that Dirk has had, he still regrets not finishing his degree and the opportunities that that could have had for him. I wish that I had had a degree, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think that's really, I wish that I had went and got a four-year degree mm-hmm. and um, because I know that knowledge is power, mm-hmm. power to do good things. And so even though I've, I felt good, I've, I feel like, that I know if I would have gotten a degree in business and the ag and that, I know those things probably would have made it a little easier for mm-hmm. some of the challenges that we met from time to time. Yeah. So I think education is a 
major part mm -hmm. of being able to get as much knowledge as you can yeah. and apply it. Yeah. Though Dirk lacked formal education, he made up for it from the knowledge that he learned from his dad, his inspiration. My father. Your father? Yeah, my father. He's a very um, determined person and uh, knows how to work and has great faith. Mm -hmm. And he knows if you sort of, honestly, one of our mottos is, get down and pray as if everything depends on God and get up and go to work if ever, as if everything depends on you. Mm -hmm. And somehow it'll work out. That's and it has. Motto. Yeah. It was Dirk's father that taught him that people are what matters the most in any walk of life, but especially in a business. Dirk's business model is now centered around people and relationships with one another and working in teams with people. He talked to me a little bit about their business model, which, as you might figure, features people at the very top. People are number one, mm -hmm. and people make up teams because no individual can do it alone. Mm -hmm. So you have that team and cooperation, and communication is the key to that, to have good processes that if you communicate it, and then you can produce good products, which we hope that the customers are satisfied, mm -hmm. that creates a profit, that creates a growth, and we mm -hmm. have that cycle of circle of success though people are the best part of the job they're also the hardest the hardest part has been having to deal with some people that you go you like them and they had a weakness to take something that wasn't theirs mm -hmm. or do something and and then sometimes people treat other people unkindly and mm -hmm. we want a good atmosphere in our culture that people feel safe and that they, uh, so you want people to treat other people kindly. Mm -hmm. And so we work on that all the time of safety and kindness of people working together as a team to accomplish what needs to happen. Yeah. Dirk is 66 years old now and has farmed since the time he could walk, but he doesn't ever get tired of the farming life because it's always interesting. I can honestly say I never get bored of farming. But keeps it interesting for you. It's something new. It doesn't, it's not like, the same thing every day yeah so you have the four seasons and we have different things we do in the seasons but we have every few weeks there's sort of a different change mm -hmm. of things in the winter time we have things we have to get done in preparation for spring and spring you have planting but you're preparing for the the fall harvest mm -hmm. and and that so it's a cycle that just has been very enjoyable mm -hmm. so um uh, if I ever heard of my kids saying they were bored, I knew I needed to give them more work. <laughs> One thing that has always kept things interesting for Dirk is harvest vacation, where students from surrounding schools get two weeks off of school to help harvest potatoes, which is something that Dirk did as a child himself and sees true value in. When I was growing up, Aberdeen School District does, and American Falls mm -hmm. doesn't do that, but Snake River does, and, and Shelley, and... Yeah. Uh, a few other ones up the country, but uh, most of those kids will come out and work and harvest, mm -hmm. and they'll make six hundred to a thousand dollars. That's what I've heard. And they've they... learned how to work twelve hours a day, mm -hmm. and a lot of them want to just can't wait to come back because they get used to it. They, yeah. First few days is they they don't like it. I'm sure it's rough. They just... go, oh wow, you know, when are we going to quit? When are we gonna... <laughs> then then they get done, they feel satisfied. They love getting that check. Yeah. And making that money, mm -hmm. so it's. It's uh, We call it harvest vacation, but it, it's really not a vacation. Despite working with potatoes his entire life, Dirk never gets tired of eating them. 
I really enjoy French fries with that, um, not ketchup, but the fry sauce. Yes. Ketchup, and that one. And then I love when my wife, who doesn't do it very often, but mm-hmm. does a um, the twice-baked potato. Yeah. And you eat that mashed potato in there, and then I put mm-hmm. butter inside mm-hmm. and salt and pepper it, and I eat that that skin. Crunchy, yeah. That is dessert. <laughs> That's all crystal. you need. That's dessert. <laughs> I'd take that over a bowl of ice cream or a piece of pie any, any day. day. One of the best parts of Dirk's job is getting to reap the benefits of all his hard work. And that means getting to take produce and eat it and share it with other people and to just have something that he can be proud of at the end of the day. So he's been eating potatoes for a long time because he comes from a farming family. From the time that he could eat, he was eating mashed potatoes at the table with his family. And he loves it. And eating potatoes and eating produce is just something that has been part of his life forever and isn't something that he would ever change. Well, he ate potatoes a lot. Mm-hmm. Just used to it. Yeah. And I, if, the, if it's true that an apple a day keeps the doctor away, mm-hmm. then I would prescribe that a potato a day keeps you out of the hospital. As Dirk nears retirement, he talked to me about some of the miracles that he has seen in his years of farming. I think for me to, in the spring, when it went through the winter time, to take the tractor out in the field and turn the soil over, and it's de- dark and rich and 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 uh, mellow and and uh, it's got moisture in it. It just is such a beautiful thing to see that that soil. And then you come in and you plant your weed or you plant your potatoes or you plant your sugar beets. And the miracle of it is. You always wait, especially on sugar beets, because mm-hmm. they're really tender and they're hard. They need some really decent weather to get up and get going. Mm-hmm. So to me, the miracle is that when they finally wake and you can look up the row and, and see it. But I think of drilling wells when I was a little boy that my dad broke out some dry farm ground and put a well on it. Mm-hmm. And those would go out there and those gentlemen would be drilling the well, all of a sudden they'd finally hit water after mm-hmm. three or 400 feet. And then they'd put in the, the the pump in the bottom and the motor and turn that on, all of a sudden you'd see this water come out. Mm-hmm. This big flow of water, because the aquifer that we have down below us mm-hmm. is just a miracle that the Rocky Mountains and all the snow that melts in the mm-hmm. mountains here and into Canada form this great aquifer that were underneath us and then you mm-hmm. tap into that and bring that water mm-hmm. up onto the ground. It's a, it's just amazing that, you know, I always say, uh, if it wasn't for God's help, we wouldn't have a, mm-hmm. wouldn't have a chance, but he brings snow in the winter yep. and rain in the summer, and we have to, to irrigate and put it out there. But I think that's part of it. I think of, of times when there were some accidents, you know, of, you know, something broke and mm-hmm. someone could have been injured and, and, uh, you know, we've had God's protection to yeah. help things out. Um, you know, I've seen my dad come in after being held. The potatoes, when I, in 1964, we went through a, a hail storm that wiped out the crop. And usually we get 350 sacks to the mm-hmm. acre, and they went 80 sacks to oh, the nice. acre of the potatoes back in 1964. And that about broke the farm. Mm-hmm. But... He held them through the winter, and they weren't very good potatoes, and the price went up 
that spring. Yeah. And, and he got as much out of the potatoes as he would have of a regular crop. Yeah, so that was a miracle. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that. So you you sort of just, no matter what, you keep going. Yeah. You just say, you know, we're going to forge ahead. And I think that's what it teaches. Long hours, hard work, bring about some good blessings. And uh, our children, we felt like they all know how to work. Mm-hmm. And uh, no matter where they go, that be able to work and do the job and be honest and mm-hmm. and kind in what they do and work as a team and work mm-hmm. together. Uh, people can accomplish anything no matter what business they go yeah. into. To some, farming might seem temporal, meaning worldly or secular and not having any higher power. But for Dirk, it's spiritual. He sees God's hand in everything that he has accomplished and he trusts in the plan that God has for him. For every bad thing that happens to him, Dirk sees God's hand and trusts in him. And for every good thing, he gives all the credit back to his Savior. I I thank God above for the blessing of being able to live in southeast Idaho, mm-hmm. be able to farm and raise our family and to see the goodness of of society and business that's been in this area and, mm-hmm. and that. So I feel very blessed to be part of what's happened here on this part of the earth. Apart from farming, Dirk Driscoll owns Harper's Homemade Bread and is an Area 70 for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. He plans to retire in two years and looks forward to spending more time with his wife and all 23 of his grandchildren. Tune in next week for another episode of Spudhead, where you'll learn whether or not potatoes are nutritious or just delicious.